Welcome to the Get Real About Safety podcast. In our podcast, we discuss the new view of safety, what works and what doesn't work, to break down old paradigms and help you improve safety performance in your organization. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Pam, and we appreciate you listening. Please share and subscribe and tell others about this podcast. You can find us on most podcast platforms and also on YouTube. You know, you just can't fix stupid. And I did something pretty stupid yesterday. I cut my finger while I was carving. Did a pretty good job of it, too. So let's talk about what happened, why it happened, and most importantly, what can we learn out of that? But first, we got to talk about that statement, you can't fix stupid. It's true. It's true that you can't fix stupid, because the reality is, We're all stupid. All humans are fallible. We make mistakes all the time, every day. In fact, every hour, five to 20 errors we make depending upon the type of task that we're doing all day long. Most of the time those errors don't have a consequence and they just go go by and go unnoticed. It's only when we have an injury from that that we really focus on it. Being human and being fallible does not make us stupid. And even though we all find that statement funny, I mean, the fact is I love Ron White. He cracks me up. But it's really important that we remove that from a vocabulary. I hear it out there. I hear it in the workplace. And we're just doing harm. Making the can't fix stupid statement about a worker out in the workplace who's made an error sure doesn't help anything. It just hurts. It hurts our culture. By saying that, you're ensuring that folks aren't going to tell you if they can get away with it next time they make a mistake. And that, my friends, is harmful to us. It's harmful to our culture. Todd Conklin says it best. He says that information is the lifeblood of our safety culture. So our overwhelming goal needs to be to know, to know what happened, to know why it happened, to learn from those mistakes. We can learn so much from our mistakes and grow. If people are afraid, if they're hesitant to tell us when they make mistakes, we can't learn. And then that means that we're living Groundhog Day over and over and over again. And every day is the same. We just have different people making different mistakes. So why did I do this stupid thing? So what happened was I was taking a brief lull in the activities and we've been kind of busy lately and um, I decided I would just take a few moments that I had to do a little bit of carving right there in the kitchen. Now, the risk of cutting myself when I'm using a knife like that, it's pretty obvious that there's a risk and I have a method to reduce that risk. I keep my cut gloves in the same toolbox and same compartment as my knives. So I see them, they're right there. I pick them up as I pick up a knife. That's my consequence control tool. It helps remind me to make sure I pull my gloves out. But I have two gloves in the box, but typically I only wear one. 
I have two because when I'm doing power carving, that gets pretty crazy and I use both gloves. But I'm just an amateur carver. I'm just trying to learn and get better. And most of the folks that I've been learning from, YouTube and tutorials and so forth, only wear one glove. They wear their glove on the hand that holds the work. They don't wear a glove on the hand that holds the knife. Some folks wear a thumb guard on the hand that holds the knife, but typically they only wear one. So that's what I've been doing. But on this day, I removed a glove and I put the glove on my knife hand, not on the hand holding my work. What was I thinking? How stupid can you get, right? That's the reaction. So was my action an error, human error? People are fallible. Error does not equate to discipline or a violation. I just broke a doggone rule because I knew better. I think it's safe to say in this circumstance, this was human error. So anyway, there I go, cutting away, and my knife slips, and I, and I cut, cut this hand. When an incident occurs, one of the first questions that we ask is, was it error or was it violation? And that's where we make that decision back and forth. Violation means we intended to do that act that we did. Error means it was unintentional. We didn't intend to get ourselves hurt. I certainly didn't intend to get myself hurt. I put the glove on the wrong hand. So what are we supposed to do when someone makes a simple human error? A lot of times, folks get punished, disciplined, ridiculed, can't fix stupid, for making a mistake. Is that going to help them not make an error in the future? Nope, it's not. But what it will do is make doggone sure that when they do, that if they can get away with it, they're not going to tell you about it, which means you lost that opportunity for, for learning from that event. This was really reinforced to me when I cut my own finger. The first emotion I felt was embarrassment. I couldn't believe I had, I thought, I can't believe I was that stupid. Can't believe I cut my finger. Mike happened to walk by right around that time, and he's like, did you cut your hand? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I was in a big hurry putting a dressing and bandage on it so nobody would see because, you know, I feel stupid. And then he started to ask me questions about how it might have happened, what do I do to prevent that. And the very act of him asking me the, those questions forced my brain from the limbic brain mode that I was in, which was all emotion, to that prefrontal cortex where I could literally take a breath and stop and start to think rationally. And it was only then at that moment that I realized the glove was on the wrong hand. But that struck me that I was embarrassed. Why should I be embarrassed for making simple human error? Good grief, I spent most of my time immersed in the world of human error and, and trying to teach about those concepts. And here I am, I'm embarrassed that I made a mistake. I understand fallibility. I'm certainly not going to get punished in my own home for making a mistake. So why the embarrassment? It's human. It's because we live in this culture where mistakes are something to be ashamed of. 
And on top of that, I'm a safety professional. And we all know what I mean about that. Have you ever walked out on, on a job site or in a, a plant environment and you forgot some PPE, you forgot a hard hat, forgot your glasses, and you realize how immediately embarrassed and shocked you are and you hope nobody saw and you immediately try to leave and hope no one will note about that because you're going to catch a lot of grief for doing that, for making that error. We hold ourselves to a higher standard and I know we're going to endure a ton of grief for making a mistake, but we are human. The other reason we get so embarrassed by it is just our very culture. The culture we live in equates shame with error. We're to be shamed for making a mistake. We feel stupid. Others reinforce this, but blame is so harmful. It removes the opportunity for learning. The minute someone is placed in the blame and shame mode, there's no learning going on, no potential for learning. So for the circumstances I was in, and Mike has got me now thinking more logically, and he's just started asking a few questions. What's my normal routine? What changed about my routine? And then I you know, started realizing that I was distracted. I was a little frustrated because we have been busy and circumstances have just been that I didn't have a lot of time lately for doing things that I like to do, pleasurable things. I was also um, multitasking. Now, Philip just dropped a podcast yesterday and he talks a little bit over at LeaderThink and he talks a little bit about uh, multitasking and what a disaster that is. And I'm guilty of it. I was trying to cook dinner. I was looking at the timer, realizing I got this amount of minutes. So let me see if I can hurry up and do this. There I go. I put myself in the production mode and the hurry mode. I did it to myself. And our workers do that out in the workplace too. It's not all um, hurrying and rushing is, doesn't all come externally, although it certainly can from supervisors and the culture and so forth. But it's also an internal thing that we want to be productive and we want to get things done. So when you talk about consequence control tools and the fact that I kept the gloves in the same box with the knives, um, what I'd also done is dropped the two gloves when I'm doing hand carving, deeming one to be sufficient because the hand that's gonna get cut is the hand that's holding the work. I also, in learn, I'm just an amateur carver, you know, I'm just trying to learn and get better and, and everything I see and learn is most folks do just use the one glove. So that's what um, Philip also talks about a lot over at LeaderThink is the concept of social proof. What I'm seeing out there is really good carvers wearing one glove. And so that was what I had adopted. But because of the fact that I have some self-imposed pressure, I drop the one glove, it's quicker, right? It's quicker to just put one glove on than to put two gloves on. This happens all the time at work. Shortcuts are normal. Humans are programmed to look for shortcuts, to look for opportunities to accomplish a task quicker and with less work involved. And we, we talk about shortcuts as, as this bad thing the reality is looking for more efficient ways to do the task are actually rewarded and lauded in the work world 
and often reinforced when supervisor says, you know, hey, hey, Joe, man, you, you do that task quicker, faster than anyone I've ever had do that. That's awesome. The only difference between a shortcut and a good idea is the outcome. If the outcome's positive and good, it's a good idea. If the shortcut resulted in an event, it's a bad idea, right? So you see where we can get influenced by that. Now in the work world, let's just say I was out in the work world. Let's assume I was doing this task in the workplace and I was wear in the workplace and I was wearing one glove and the rule was two. Is it possible that someone could take that shortcut and wear just one because they've rationalized in their mind, well, there's no reason to wear two. I only need one. This is the hand that's going to get cut. And let's say that they'd been doing that for a considerable period of time and no bad thing happened until the day that it does, until the day that the worker shows up and he's distracted and so forth and so on. And he puts a glove on the wrong hand like I did. So now, it's up to us to decide, is that simple human error? Is it a violation? What action? What's the response that should be taken? Uh, let's throw another thing in there. Were they taught to wear both? Does their supervisor reinforce wearing both? Do other workers wear both or not? Back to social proof. So if it turns out that they've only been wearing one glove for the past month and other workers only wear one glove, that is not a violation. That's a system-induced behavior. Simple human error, you didn't intend to do it, is not punishable. And response matters here. Simple human error is not, should not be punished. All that does is harm your culture. Should violations be punished? Possibly. And that's where the um, companies that manage this the best usually have several people, not just one, look at the actions of a human being and they look at, um, was it system-induced? Was it the norm in the workplace? Had the worker been properly trained? And they decide, was that violation reckless behavior or was it a situational violation? If it's reckless behavior, very possibly, then discipline is the answer to that. But if we don't make the distinction between those, if we punish people for simple human error, we are harming our culture and we are and we are ensuring that folks are not going to tell us about events if they can get away with it. So why am I even telling you about this? Well, I think it's important. I think it's important that we understand that when error occurs, what's most important is creating the opportunity and the environment to learn. Let's not forget that we all make mistakes. We are all human. And the most important thing we can do is create that environment where people feel free and comfortable to tell us when they screw something up. And if I admit it, and I share what I did, and I talk about it, maybe other people will feel more comfortable admitting it, certainly in the places that you work. Be humble. Let them know you're human. You make mistakes too, to help create that environment. 
So what am I going to do differently to make sure that doesn't happen again? Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to wear two gloves. Having the gloves in the box was a, a good tool, but there still remained the risk that I would do something and put the glove on the wrong hand. So I'm going to wear two. And not because I was punished, not because I was disciplined, but because I learned something from that. I learned it's too easy to make a simple mistake with having only one glove. And although most carvers, like I said, that I've been, you know, focusing on only wear one glove, I did a little research after that accident and found that some of the very best carvers in the world out there um, disagree with the one glove policy and that basically two is a best practice. And hey, I'm all about best practice. Can't believe this happened to me, but it did happen. And boy, did I learn. I also learned that I'm going to uh, think more carefully about when I do carving. It is a risky activity. And it's also one in which you need to have a calm mind. You need to have the opportunity to let that creativity flow. And you can't do that when you're tired and distracted, under pressure, and, and feeling rushed. Now, I can choose when I want to carve. Unfortunately, out in the workplace, people can't choose when to work or not. And they come to work distracted, fatigued, stressed, under pressure. They don't have the luxury that I do to decide when to work or not. But that's a subject for another podcast, and one that's worthy to talk about, is dealing with distracted, fatigued, or impaired workers and what to do about it which starts with knowing about it. So for now, I hope you'll share your mistakes. Let others know it's okay to be human. Show compassion and understanding when people make mistakes, especially when they're hurt. You know, the last thing somebody's sitting there bleeding on the floor, realizing they've made a mistake needs is for you to say something like, you just can't fix stupid. Bottom line, we're all human. We all make mistakes. That's it for today, folks. Have a good one.